Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. Hello, hello. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Live Your Personal Best. This episode does not have to do with this month's theme of plant-based eating, but I really wanted to throw in a fun podcast episode. I feel like a lot of the ones recently have been very like motivational, so that's when it gets a little more deep or more serious. I wanted to have fun with today's, and so today we are breaking down five habits that I do daily that have really changed my life. And this isn't the simple things of like, wake up 30 minutes earlier and work out and eat well, right? Those are the things that we all are told we should do daily. Maybe you do them, maybe you don't, but they always seem very time consuming. So I tried to think of the small switches that I made or the small things that I added in or small mindset shifts that dramatically change my days without thinking, oh my gosh, like I could never do that. It's stuff that's very applicable that you can start doing today. Habit number one is not overbooking myself. Looking back at what my calendar looked like pre-pandemic, I like pulled it out the other day, my 2020 planner, and like the first few months, so January and February, I would look and there'd be like 10 things written for each day. It'd be like, okay, before work, working out. And then during work, have these meetings and then at lunchtime I'm going to meet up with a friend and like every hour was accounted for and I was trying to fit in like 10 things into one day and while that is a way to get stuff done it's a way to get things done in a stressful way so what I have tried switching and doing now is I won't just time block like okay this hour is dedicated to this but I'll even day block like I'll decide okay Thursday that's going to be my productive day. That is going to be the day that I am focused at work. And then after work, that will be my podcast episode day where I will edit my podcast from start to finish. And yes, I don't need the entire afternoon from that, right? I don't need from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. for this one task, but it makes it so much easier if I kind of announce my day as, okay, this is now my podcast day. And then I have five hours to work on it, but I don't need all that time. I can get it done in the one hour and then I feel like I have so much more time for myself. I'll also do this with being social. I'll have certain weekends where I'm going to be like, yes, this is the weekend that I'm going to see all my friends and I'll maybe go out to dinner on Friday night and Saturday night and then Saturday morning meet up with another friend and Sunday go take a hike with another friend and I'll purposely make it a social weekend. I also do it with cooking, right? A lot of people talk about meal prep, but it's a very easy way of being like, okay, 
on one day, right? Like on Monday, I am going to do everything revolving around meals for the week. So maybe that's the day that you put together the grocery list and you go grocery shopping and then you come home and you do the cooking, right? So instead of spreading out this one task over multiple days because, you know, you're trying to fit it in between everything else, you get it all done in one chunk and you're a lot more productive that way and taking back, you know, control of your time, which we've been talking about a ton recently. So purposely not overbooking myself has been huge. And the first way to do that, as I said, is day blocking instead of maybe time blocking hourly, which is what you might be used to, but might not be working. The second daily habit that really changed my life was looking to be purposely inspired. This is one of my newest habits that I picked up, and I actually started picking it up because when writing a book, you know, this book now is a creative one. The last book that I wrote was nonfiction, and so when I'm trying to do something creative, I need to be inspired to have an idea to be creative, right? So I've started purposely, you know, trying to watch different TED Talks that go beyond my current knowledge and trying to read books on topics I don't know much about and going to all these different events. And what I learned is I no longer find myself having these thoughts of, oh my gosh, this day is dragging on or this week is dragging on or every day feels the same or just feeling really uncontent, right? Because if you are learning new things and it's something that makes you excited about, right, then maybe you'll want to go home and tell your partner about it. Or maybe then when you call your mom, you're going to be like, oh, mom, like, guess what? I did this really cool thing. I went to this lecture and learned all about whatever. I have a membership to the Museum of Science in Boston, and it was something that I did because they always put on these really cool lectures. And I was like, you know what? I feel like if I have a membership, that'll make me go to more of them. And so this week, I'm going to another one of their lectures, and it's called How to Die in Space. This is something that I've never thought about, that I don't really care to know more about, right? I'm like, I'll never go to space. Space travel doesn't really interest me. But the things that you learn by putting yourself out there, right? I'm going to this thing learning about space and how to survive in space, but I know that it's going to probably inspire me in a different way that I'm not even expecting right now. Like I could come out of it being like, oh, that was cool. I learned all these facts that I didn't know before. Or I could also come out of it of like, I now am looking at my day-to-day differently. I now have an appreciation for this. I now know how earth is different, right? Like there's so many different things that you can come out of. But these usually aren't things that you're just going to stumble upon. These are things that you have to actively put yourself out there of, okay, I'm going to listen to this brand new podcast on something I don't know about. I'm going to start going to lectures, right? That's probably not the first thing that you think of when you're like, oh, what's a fun activity to do? And then it'll be like a lecture put on by a library, by an author. I go to author talks all the time where authors will come and they'll read parts of their books. And these are people that, you know, spent years of their lives researching one thing. So if you want to be caught up quickly on a topic you know nothing about, I love speaking to authors. But anyways, these usually aren't the sorts of things that just come into your day-to-day life by accident, but these are things that you have to purposely look for. And so by being more intentional of saying, I want to find something that'll make me more creative, I want to be inspired today, 
that's something that you can control and that you can increase. And so focusing on that has definitely, definitely changed my life in the past few months. Habit number three that I've been doing is waking up and playing music. So I know that everyone's life doesn't look like what mine looks like, but I don't have a car and I'm not commuting for work. So there isn't a lot of time that I found myself just playing music. And I really, really miss that, right? I have my favorite songs. I have playlists on Spotify that pump me up. I have different workout playlists, but I go to group fitness classes. So I don't even have a choice in my music when I'm working out. And so what I realized is that I love these songs. I've been finding new songs on TikTok too, but I wasn't playing them enough. So what I started doing was in the morning, I would start playing it when I took a shower, which is a very common thing. And I would love it. I'd be kind of singing along, probably a little bit too loud. I'd then be listening to it as I got ready. But I realized, why don't I just do that right when I get up? Right? Like it gives me such good energy, such good vibes to be playing my favorite songs, wake me up in the morning, like why not do it when I'm already in bed? And I promise you, you will get out of bed now with a smile on your face some days. Like if you start playing your favorite songs, I have like my Taylor Swift playlist, wake up, turn it on and you can turn this on like as you're scrolling through Instagram and as you're reading your emails, but you're going to be so much happier. So that's my habit number three is wake up and play music. Then habit four is zooming in and not zooming out. A lot of times the advice, you know, when you're dealing with something or something makes you upset or angers you is people say, well, is this going to bother you in five years from now, 10 years from now? No. Okay, whatever. Then like stop thinking about it. And that is great advice, but I find myself usually on the opposite problem. I'll be, you know, trying to decide, okay, I'm stuck in my job. I don't know where to go from here, though. Like, what does my five-year plan look like? I'm like, okay, well, if I stayed at this company, this is what will happen. If I change, then what if this happened or this? And I start playing out, like, these huge scenarios. Or I think about, okay, this weekend, say instead of it being my social weekend, it's my working weekend. And then I zoom out, though, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, well... What if this friend now thinks that I'm ditching her or I had to say no to these plans? What if that makes them upset and then they don't invite me to their birthday three months from now and then this cancels and just, right, like the ripple effect. But the truth is, like, I don't need to be zooming out. You don't need to be like, oh, my gosh, how does this one decision affect everything? What really helped me was zooming in and being like, am I happy with what I'm doing today? Like, ask yourself right now in this moment. Am I having a good day? And there's really nothing else I need to worry about beyond that sometimes, right? Like, yeah, my taxes are coming up soon and I have to decide if I'm re-signing my lease and I have to plan the new trip to Everest because that got postponed and I have to do this and that. But realistically, today, I'm working today and, you know, it's a very average day, but it's a very fine day. I just had a great lunch cooked it myself and then I'm going out to dinner after my workout and that's what my day looks like and it's very average and nothing exciting is really going on but it's a good day and I can remind myself of that by just zooming in you don't always have to look at the bigger picture you don't always have to be like okay well 
is today setting me up for success tomorrow and the next day? Or how can I be the most productive today? Like, what about if you just enjoyed today and zooming in and how can you enjoy today or how can you get the most out of today and just today only, not five years from now how it'll impact you, right? So that's what really changed with me is when I focus more on zooming in instead of zooming out. And then daily habit number five is planning in rest. And this one definitely does go hand in hand with number one of not overbooking yourself. But along those same lines is making sure that you are actively planning in rest. I think what a lot of people get wrong about rest, and I talk about this a lot in Elite to Everyday Athlete, my book, it's chapter two. But the thing with rest is a lot of times if you don't plan for it, then you'll end up in decision fatigue that then leads to rest, but you don't actually feel rested at the end of it. You almost feel guilty because of it, or you feel rushed through it, or you spend the rested time, and that's like in quotes if you could see me right now, your rested time, then just ends up like you scrolling social media, binging TV, doing things that don't make you feel rested at the end. Because let me play out a scenario of what used to happen in my life. So I tell myself, okay, I'm going to be consistent with going to the gym and that looks like five days a week. So Monday, I would go. Tuesday, I would go. Wednesday, I might not feel like it, but I'll say, okay, I'm still going to go. Thursday comes around and by then I am sore. I'm tired. I have some things I'd like to catch up on. And so all day at work, I would sit there going back and forth in my mind of, am I going to work out? am I not going to work out? Am I going to do this other thing or am I going to work out? And I tire myself out just by asking all these questions, right? The term decision fatigue. And so then I'd end up not working out because I really wasn't feeling like it at that point. I was already convincing myself not to, but that decision I wouldn't feel rested by, right? I didn't see it as, oh, okay, instead of working out, I'm going to rest, but I just didn't feel like it. So then the next day would come and I still wasn't rejuvenated because I still didn't rest. So then I wouldn't feel like it again. And then probably the next day too, because I still hadn't rested, right? Like there's a difference, like there's a whole spectrum, right? It's not just, okay, you have an active day or you have a rest day, but you can have a really stressful day. That's not an active day, but also is very much not rest. So instead of, you know, just having to give in to these days, when you don't have enough energy and being like, okay, now I'm forced to rest, just plan it in advance. And that will already just light in your mind so much. Like you are carrying around this weight right now of all these things that you're supposed to be doing that you might not even realize. But the second you say to yourself, like, this is my rest time. And so you don't have to feel guilty around that just one hour or however long it's going to be. Take a day off take a Saturday to yourself, take a Sunday to yourself of just relaxing, not checking off the to-do list. You'll feel this weight come off and you're like, oh, that's what it feels like to not have all my to-do lists running through my mind all the time. That's what it feels like when I'm actually resting. And then you're going to see before how maybe what you were doing wasn't rest. (laughs) So that one has been game changer for me. So just to recap, the five daily habits that have changed my life. So number one, not overbooking myself. Number two, looking to be purposely inspired. Number three is waking up and playing music. Number four is zooming in on day to day instead of zooming out for a big picture. And number five is purposely planning in rest. 
So I hope that even just one or two of these really resonate with you here. Maybe you can start incorporating them into your daily life. And I would also love to hear too, what are some of your daily habits that you think have made a big impact? You know, maybe not the like, oh, going to the gym every day, but really, you know, these small things that maybe people overlook, maybe that I'm overlooking, right? I need all the advice to come share it with me on Instagram. It's at liveyourpb. I would love to hear your suggestions. And with that, I'll see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.